Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, January 13th, 2022. Stand up for your country. I have an interesting um, segment tonight. Everybody asks me, why are uh, we being submitted to so many changes in our country? You know, socialism and cancel culture and wokeness. Why? What's the reason that all of this is coming into play? And there's a religious reason why, I think. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later on. But first, President Biden, uh, his schedule, as we do every day, is two meetings today. Uh, The first meeting was to talk about COVID surging. Now, I think he's been talking about this kind of every day. And certainly we're not getting any answers about anything. And then the second meeting at 1 p.m., Um, legislation to protect the right to vote, which is a bunch of malarkey, as he would say. All you got to do, President Biden, is take out the insanity of the bill and you get it passed. Okay, because there should be regulations. Uh, The state should have to follow some guidelines in conducting an election. But if you're going to say you don't have to show an ID, it's over. It's over. Okay, that's it. That's the end. And today, Democratic Senator Sinema in Arizona said, I'm not voting to end the filibuster. I'm not voting for this election act. So it's over. Just like Build Back Better is over, this election thing is always over. You can talk about it all you want um, with your compatriots in the White House. Not going to happen. All right? Because it's insane. It really is insane, this whole thing. Okay, so this is Joe Biden's worst week in his worst first term. Um, I keep saying first term. It's first year of his four-year term if he makes it. So you got a one-two punch of uh, COVID out of control and record-breaking inflation. It's up almost 10% last year. And that's all on Biden, 100% on Biden. So in the Trump O'Reilly history shows, this was a big thing. And I think I'm going to break this out this weekend uh, for your producers uh, who are listening to me. My production staff is all over as we do things by remote. Break out the inflation part of the history tour, and we'll put it up on BillOReilly.com so everybody can see it this weekend. Okay? So it's simple. Once Biden attacked the fossil fuel industry and put regulations and stopped pipeline flow and all of that, energy prices went up. And once that happened, all prices went up. And that's inflation. And then the Biden administration print money, ordering the Treasury to print money to pay for all of this crazy spending. And that's a double dip on inflation. So the American citizen... I mean, even if you are the dimmest person in the country, and I have a list, okay, you know you're suffering because you know you're paying more for food. You have to have food to live unless you're hunting, all right? You know you're paying more. And where do you get your home heating bill? I I can't, I know what I'm going to get is I'm going to get smashed here in the Northeast, all right? So people don't have a lot of money left over. And now you're losing money because if you got a raise, it's not going to be 10 percent. Unless you work for me, I give good raises. Okay, 
But, it, you know, Prince, I mean, be three or four percent. So you're down six percent. So anyway, everybody knows this. And that's going to destroy the Biden administration, just as it did with Jimmy Carter. Same thing. And then COVID, all I want is answers to simple questions. I went over it before, you know, hey, does my three shots protect me from Omicron? Apparently not. Well, say it then. Say it. I mean, I got all kinds of friends and acquaintances down with COVID who are vaxxed. Apparently, the vax doesn't stop Omicron. So say it. So anyway, the combination of one-two punch of inflation and COVID hysteria puts Biden in an untenable position, and the polls show it. The latest polls, Quinnipiac, not a trustworthy poll, has never been accurate in the past. It's got Joe Biden's job approval rating at 33%. 33 percent. I mean, that's you could you could put um, LeBron James in there in the White House and he can get 33 percent job approval. All right. I mean, it's insane. 53 percent disapprove, according to Quinnipiac, and 13 percent wouldn't answer. <laughs> why not? Why wouldn't you answer? Because they like Biden. That's why. And they don't want to lie. Another interesting poll is from Rasmussen, okay? And it says if the election were held today between Biden and Trump, who'd win? Trump, 46, Biden, 40. As we reported yesterday, it's pretty extraordinary, I have to say. Now, on Monday, it is my contention, by the way, that Joe Biden has had the worst first year in the Oval Office than any president has ever had in our entire history. That's my belief as a historian. So I'm getting another historian, and I don't know what the guy or gal is going to say yet. We haven't booked it. Uh, we, we have some people in mind. We don't know what they're going to say yet, but that'll be our um, big interview on Monday. All right. So now let's get into why is this happening to the United States of America, the greatest country on earth. Why? Why is all of this madness happening? Now, I know some of you who don't like Donald Trump would say he was madness, too. But remember, and this is why I did the history tour, his policies benefited Americans. And there's no doubt about that. He lost because of COVID and him, his personality. But his policies were good. No inflation. A year ago today, there was no inflation. In America, none. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience, 
can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay, so Gallup again has a poll on honesty and ethics, and I found it pretty interesting. So they list various occupations and people about whether you, the American citizen, trust them. So let's put the first group up on the screen. Car salespeople, <laughs> they have only an 8% very high or high trust level. I, I like all of my car salespeople are good. I mean, uh, I do Beaner over in uh, Great Neck. They were good to me. Um, clergy, high or very high trustworthy uh, and ethics, 36%. That's a disaster for the clergy. Members of Congress, 9%. Talk about a disaster. I mean, Americans loathe Congress. Lawyers, 19%, and that's because of the ambulance chasers. There are very fine lawyers in America. They do a lot of good for people, but the ambulance chasers are all over radio and TV, and that's driving that number down. Medical doctors, 67%. See, that's why people don't want socialized medicine, where the government tells you what doctor you can have. All right? So they like their doctors. And nurses, 81%. So there you go. Okay? Then the next group is police officers, um, 53%. That's pretty low. I, I, I'm a police supporter. Judges, 38%. Yeah, judges are, are pretty dubious these days. Then we have the newspaper reporters. <laughs> this is ridiculous. 17. TV reporters, 14. Nobody trusts them. Nobody thinks they have any ethics at all. And look, in my world, I know so many journalists. I've been doing this 46 years. I'd say it's 50-50 in my world. I mean, 50% of them are trustworthy and 50% are not. But the public's not buying it. So isn't that interesting, right, that, that our trust in these occupations have declined so drastically? I mean, 9% in Congress. So why has this happened? Well, it's because America has veered away from what it used to be. And here we have the religion aspect. So stay with me here, even if you're an atheist and and all that. Stay with me. You'll find this interesting, I'm sure. So when the country was founded, all the founding fathers were religious in some extent. All right, to some extent. Some of them were deists. Deists believe in nature and this and that. But they, they all had thought about it because religion was why the pilgrims came here. All right, why... Uh, this country was established. It was a theocracy in the beginning in Massachusetts Bay. All right, the, the preachers ruled, which was not a good thing. And, you know, a lot of abuses happened. But as the Constitution was forged and the war for freedom was fought, it was fought in the name of God. Okay, so we have God-given rights. That's in the Constitution and in the Declaration of Independence. God gave us the right to freedom. Everybody bought it. And the way that God was interpreted in America was the Ten Commandments given to Moses through Scripture. And how do I know that? Well, if you go to the Supreme Court, the top 
law body in the land, right on the wall is a sculpture of the Ten Commandments. Not there by accident. We were a Judeo-Christian country established in that tradition with freedom of religion that you could worship any way you wanted. And everybody worshiped somehow. Okay, so let me prove that. In 1972, in 1972, 5% of Americans said, we don't believe in God. 5% in 1972, 50 years ago. 5%. You know what the number is now? 29%. Almost a third of the United States of America, God is not a factor for them at all. There's many different, there's agnostics, there's atheists, you know, all of that. But a third of the population, we don't want God. Okay, we're not interested in that. Judeo-Christian tradition, not interested in it. That's why socialism, communism on the rise. Cancel culture, we, we went over the Pope's statement on cancel culture yesterday. It's hideous. It's heinous, okay? Because it's devoid of any charity, any redemption. Cancel culture, as the Pope pointed out, is harmful. He didn't say it was a sin, but it is. Okay, so... There's a theologian in Los Angeles, Bishop Robert Barron. He's a Catholic, but he's way beyond Catholicism in the sense that he is a thinker and he applies religious beliefs, not just Catholic beliefs, to how the country is being run. All right. Now, he's got a very, very interesting article. It's long about the decline of religion and how it has changed everything in America. So let me boil it down to you. And, and Bishop, if you're watching and I'm getting this wrong, I'd love to have you on a program. Okay. He says that people who don't believe in God often, not all, but often put themselves in the center of the universe. So there's no higher power. There's no greater good. It's you. That's all. And whatever's good for you, you'll do. And sometimes what's good for you is bad for everybody else. Okay? And you know, you know in your own, own life that this exists. And those people where the world revolves around them, I, how many times my mother said, the world doesn't revolve around you? Yeah. Now in America and in Western Europe, that's narcissism. All right? So, it's all about me. And don't you dare try to tell me it isn't. That's growing. I think that's the fastest growing neurosis in the world, narcissism. Okay? And the children now, devoid of any kind of spirituality or religion in public schools, they've wiped that out completely. Secular. Okay? You don't, there's no God at all. There's nothing. All right? And if you mention it, you get in trouble. You get canceled. If you're a teacher and you say, well, you know, I want to think about God. No, no, not in public school. So the kids, a lot of them are raised with no spiritual foundation at all. They don't know. They don't know anything about the Gospels. They don't know anything about different religions. They don't know anything. And they don't pray. They don't think about it. You know, it's all evolution. And, you know, look, if you study the human body, 
there's no way that we physically could have come out of some swamp or some meteor hits. <laughs> I mean, this is not. And that's why, you know, so many medical people and scientists, they, they're religious. They, they couldn't happen. All right, so sophisticated. Anyway, Barron says, because of this rise in narcissism and the rise in American citizens thinking everything's about me, that's the way they vote. So if you're going to give me stuff, even though you're going to wreck the whole system, I'll take it. If you're going to uh, let me run wild like in New York and not prosecute me when I stick up a bodega, I'm going to do it because I need money. Look, the height of narcissism is addiction. Because when an adult becomes addicted, that hurts all the people around that adult. All right? 70% of all child abuse and neglect is caused by addicted people, drugs and alcohol. 70%. Come on. Because it's you. I want that drug. I want that booze. And I don't care who I hurt. I'm going to get high. That's what Barron's talking about. This rise of nothing else matters but me makes it easier for me to do bad things. There's no accountability. No, Roman Catholicism in this country for 200 years kept people in line saying, you do that, you're going to hell. I mean, that's all I got. In eight years at St. Bridget's School on Long Island, I mean, I was damned in third grade. The nun said, hey, <laughs> no, there's no way, no pathway for you, O'Reilly. Okay, I, and, but I never really bought that. Okay, even if, when I was a young urchin, there were kids terrified in, in my class. I'm going to go to hell if I break my eraser, you know, that kind of stuff. But there, that was a restraint for many, many centuries for people not to do bad things. That's gone. It's gone. These people don't think about judgment day. They don't think there's anything after they die. So why not do everything now? And if you look at the great villains in history, the Stalins, the Maos, the Hitler, <laughs> people didn't believe in anything. They were rank atheists. I'm going to do what I want. I'll kill anybody I want because nothing going to happen to me after I die. You see? So Barron basically is applying, and there's a degree. I mean, there are kind of nice narcissists, and then there are horrible narcissists. There's a degree. And again, apply it to your own life. You know people like this. It's all about them. Everything's about them. All right? But when you have a country heading in that direction, then the greater good starts to dissolve. Right? And that's what we're seeing here. That's what this lunacy is all about. You don't put criminals in jail. You let people flow across the border unimpeded. You don't uh, care about uh, how the schools are run. You don't care about anything. You know, the greater good disappears. So Barron's a brilliant guy, and I read him as much as I can. Um, but that's what's going on. 
Now, you see this in a lot of stupid ways, too, not serious ways like not enforcing the criminal code. So one of the dumbest things I've seen in months comes out of the University of California at Irvine, all right, which is south of Los Angeles, big school. They have issued an inclusive language guide to their students. Now, if I were there, I'd set this on fire. You can't because it's on the Internet. They don't print it. But, so, but it's a guide for what the students can say on campus at uh, UC Irvine. I, I just imagine if I were a student, I, mean, I, would, I would run around saying, screaming all of these words. Example number one, you cannot say, you're not punished, they just tell you don't to say it. He or she, gone. Guys or gals, gone. Man or mankind. So Martin Luther King um, can't give a speech, and the astronaut, one small step for mankind. Nope, no mankind, that's gone. Okay, sister school, you can't say grandfathered in, you can't say. <laughs> Sorry, granddad, you're out. Um, Right-hand man. Nope, no way. Man hours, manpower. Can't say it. Housekeeping tasks. I love this. You have to say upkeep. <laughs> and the best of all, you cannot use the cliche at UC Irvine in Southern California, you cannot use kill two birds with one stone. Now, you should never use cliches anyway. But instead of saying kill two birds with one stone, they want you to say feed two birds, feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who comes up with this? That's great. I might even say, feed two birds with one scone. Insane. Let's go to China. China's insane, but it's violently insane. So they're locking down now because of COVID. All right, 20 million Chinese citizens cannot leave the house, according to the Associated Press, unless they need food. Then they have to get an exemption. Now, the army enforces this, okay? 20 million in the house, no jogging. I don't know how you walk the dog. I don't know even if there are any dogs in China. If there are, they're communist dogs. But you can't leave the house. You're locked down, okay? Now, the reason is the Olympics, and they don't want COVID surging. The Olympics start February 4th. In addition to you can't leave the house, if you get COVID, in certain places in China, they are putting you in quarantine camps. All right? Quarantine camps. This is according to the New York Times. 45,000 people were moved into quarantine camps in Xi'an province. New York Times, I don't trust them at all. I don't read them, but that's what they say. And China is also canceling flights to other countries. So since the pandemic, all right, international flights have been cut back 98% out of China. Here you go. And if you don't like it, 
It's not like here where you can debate mandates, you can sue, you can defy. Not there. You defy there, there's a little bunk with your name on it in those camps. In Quebec, Canada, they're going to fine you if you don't get vaccinated. Okay, they announced on Tuesday of this week, you're unvaccinated. Francois Legault says, hey, you're going to pay money. All right. So he hasn't decided, old Francois, how much you're going to pay. But it's going to be significant. This is Canada, not the whole country. Quebec, very, very liberal place. All right, other countries that have fines for the unvaccinated, Greece, Austria, Italy, all right, and Singapore. Singapore isn't money, but if you get COVID in Singapore and you're unvaccinated, you have to pay for all the medical treatment because it is one payer over in the fascist state of Singapore. Okay. Now, Bernie Sanders, the communist senator, he says he's a socialist, but he's really a communist. So Bernie wants to send every American home, 120 million, masks, three of them. It's called the Masks for All Act. And Bernie's behind this. Costs at least $5 billion, probably costs $20, 25000000000 billion. This will never pass. Never going to pass. But this just shows you. Okay, so Bernie goes, yeah, 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 $25 billion, fine. Everybody gets masks. No, Bernie. I'm talking to you now, dude. (laughs) If the people who aren't going to get vaxxed and they don't believe in the COVID whatever, they're not going to use the mask, Bernie. They're not going to put them on. But why are you sending it to them? Right? Let people get their own masks. Government doesn't need to send anybody any masks. Okay, this is really an interesting story. COVID-related. Associated Press, very liberal and very powerful. Associated Press goes all over the world. It goes to your local newspaper. Wherever you are in small town America, if you have a newspaper, they take the Associated Press. So they have announced to their employees that no longer are they going to emphasize their word COVID case counts. So you're not going to see this many COVID cases on the Associated Press. Why not? Well, they say because they can't get accurate numbers. But that's not the reason. Because the COVID counts are hurting Joe Biden. That's why the Associated Press is not going to report that. Now, if you want the COVID count, the best place to get it every day is Drudge. Every day Drudge has COVID count that comes out of the U.S. government this year, 22 compared to last year, 21. I look at it every day. And it has deaths, too. So you don't need the Associated Press. But isn't this interesting? That the most powerful news service in the world goes, you know, this is hurting Biden. We're not going to do it. Okay. They'll never admit it, but of course, that's the reason. So you remember this guy, um, Scott Smith, in uh, Loudoun County, Virginia, his daughter was raped in school. Principal denied it happened. He got violent. He was arrested and charged. He pled guilty, and his sentence was suspended. Mr. Smith, okay? Now, a judge has sentenced 
the student who raped his daughter. Judge Pamela Brooks, all right, she is sentencing the teenager, still no name because the minor, to register as a sex offender for life, supervised probation until he's 18, and he has to go to a residential treatment facility. It means he has to go to a place. Can't live at home for a while. No jail time. Okay, you can decide whether that's a fair sentence or not. Guy did it twice. Kid did it twice. Two girls. Now, that Loudoun County situation, that crime, led to Republicans taking power in Virginia. That's why McAuliffe lost. And the governor is Republican, lieutenant governor is Republican, attorney general is Republican in Virginia, which was trending blue, Lowndes County. All right, it's going to update on that. You're going to see that update anywhere. I bet you if you see that update someplace, you tell me what the news agency was. I don't think you're going to see it. All right, CNN, which is now uh, in the state of collapse, um, their ratings year to year, January to January, 90% decline. 90% in the demographic. What does that mean? That's what advertisers buy from. So it's 25 to 54, 18 to 49, that kind of thing. I think this is an 18 to 49, 90% decline. Um, Total audience, sign on to sign off at CNN, down 80%. So it's over. It's like the New York Giants football team. Okay? It's over. Then I have to start again. And uh, good. Corrupt agency. Everybody knows it's corrupt. So people, and it's boring. It's boring and corrupt. You know, 90% in the demographics. Uh, MSNBC is down 70%. Okay? So that's in a free fall, too. But you would think these big companies, Comcast out of Philadelphia, runs MSNBC. And NBC News, okay, which is a legacy network, they run it under Comcast. Now, the other day... There was a guest on MSNBC on the Joy Reid program, which I never watch. Why do I want to watch a woman who hates white people? I wouldn't watch anybody on television who hates any race. Never, I would never watch them. Anyway, Joy Reid brings on a woman, Ellie Mistel. All right? I don't know who she is. I don't care who she is. She comes on with this preposterous statement that... Americans who live in the South want to leave the country, secede, and bring blacks with them so that I guess they can enslave them. Roll the tape. When these white people in these states are talking about leaving, they're talking about leaving and taking their black people with them. Just like before, and I know that's going to hurt Deron DeSantis' fifis that I'm making this analogy or comparison between what they're doing now and what their ancestors did when they owned people. But it's the same thought process that these states, these policy, these polities exist, exist ugh, these polities exist for the benefit of the white cis hetero males in charge. So I'd like to interview an NBC News executive. And say, 
This is insane. Are you putting crazy people on the air now? People who think that white Southerners want to leave the union and take blacks with them? This is madness. Literally mad. And a guy believes apparently. And there's Joy Reid going, yeah, yeah. But wouldn't you like to see an interview? Maybe 60 Minutes could do it, CBS. And say, if you, if you had a white guy talking that way about black people, there's no way on earth. But this is okay with NBC News? And it is. All right, let's lighten up. So if you're a boomer, you remember the twist, all right? Everybody was twisting from 1960 to 1962. In fact, Chubby Checker, who's still alive, lives in Miami, all right? He made a fortune as the twist guy, Chubby did. Not only did Chubby have a number one hit in 1960, Chubby recycled the record, the twist, in 1962, and it went to number one again. Roll the tape. So if you're a boomer, you remember that. Three years. Twisting madness. It was, let's twist again like we did last summer. There was the slow twist. There was, I mean, it was unbelievable. I, I can't, you know, you younger people who weren't there didn't see it. Staggering. All right. Now, the twist led to the hula hoop. <laughs> so in 1963... A guy named Arthur Mellon, all right, patented the hula hoop, and 25 million people bought hula hoops. <laughs> I, I had a hula hoop. I never hula with it, but it was in my garage. I think my sister hula hooped or something. I, you know, even then, at age 12, I uh, hula hoop now. But I, there it was. So the twist led to the hula hoop, just some American culture that, you know, people forget. There you go. All right, we got a, a very instructive mail segment and a final thought that I think you'll enjoy. We'll be back in a moment. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call. And they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, let's get to the mail. Mike Oberhaus, Wellsville, Missouri. President Biden, I believe, will be best remembered for being the do-nothing president. What say you, O'Reilly? Too early to tell, Mike, but his first year is the worst ever. And again, we'll have the debate on that on Monday. Larry Milhouse, I think, Davisburg, Michigan. Bill, I don't understand if Donald Trump is an intelligent person, which I believe he is, why he doesn't understand that he lost the 2020 election to a weak opponent because of his negative personality and not his policy. Everybody has blind spots. You know, I don't think Donald Trump will ever admit that. I do write about his persona in the United States of Trump. So if you read that book, you'll understand him better. Arthur Fermeni, Guilford, New Hampshire. O'Reilly, do you know of any countries in the world except the USA that allow non-citizens to vote? The USA doesn't allow it. New York City and some counties in Maryland. But I researched your question, Arthur. No. There are no countries in the world that allow non-citizens to vote that we can find. So there you go. Neil Harrison, Arlington, Texas. Bill, you keep mentioning the 10,000 National Guard as if that absolves Donald Trump of any responsibility for what happened that day, October 6th. If he expected things to get out of the control, didn't he have a duty to dial down the rhetoric? Fair point. Fair point. And I'll let the people decide whether he had that responsibility or not. I've never said that Donald Trump handled that in a perfect way because he didn't. He was too slow. And maybe he should have dialed down. But just so you understand, he was convinced that he could delay the certification of Joe Biden if he got enough people on board. He believed it. And that's why he did what he did. Tim, concierge member. Bill, you said the FBI wouldn't do anything to hurt the reputation. Where were you the 22 months of Trump's presidency? Remember Russian collusion? Hey, Tim, come on. If you're going to confront me, be accurate. I quite clearly said that with all of the madness directed at the FBI over the Russian collusion corruption, the agency would be insane to do something else like that. Come on. Raymond. Message board. I had respect for Barack Obama even when he advocated nonsense. The American people elected him, and that was that. Joe Biden, however, is something entirely different, an extremist in the worst way. Nobody says you have to respect Joe Biden. You have to respect the office of the presidency. James Holland, El Paso, Texas. 
I know someone close to me who is a loon. He thinks George W. Bush pre-planned 9-11. Okay. (laughs) What are you going to do? If you like the person, talk sports, talk movies, talk food, but don't talk politics. It's going nowhere. Ed, Houston, Texas. Bill, your question tonight of how to deal with loons reminded me of something my granddaddy used to say. There's never a good reason to argue with an idiot. Not going to argue with that. I've argued with a lot of idiots in my life, but I got paid for it. So there's an exemption. Mark Martel, Marana, Arizona. I'm a lifetime premium member and wanted to let you know how I deal with loons. I am pretty much like you, O'Reilly. It depends on who the individual is. I mostly do not engage with them if they are family. I have some in-laws that are a little dubious on some occasions, uh, and I don't even bother. If I feel I can reason with the person, then I'll discuss. That's the key. The person's reasonable, but if they're all over it, ah, ah, and foaming at the mouth and all of that, you know, or if they have an agenda, if they want to make you look bad because you have a conservative viewpoint or you like Donald Trump or whatever. A lot of people like that. They want to make you miserable. Sandra Dunleavy, Jackson, Wyoming, one of my favorite towns. Uh, So theoretically, Putin can fly to New York and vote? No. Putin would have to fly to New York, register to vote, then come back. (laughs) You know, New York is allowing non-citizens to register to vote and vote. That's insane. That's what they're doing. Okay. Um, If you go to our store and you pick up a premium or concierge membership or upgrade a concierge, if you're premium members already, get a free book, any of the killing books, any of my other books. All right. Greatest deal on the planet. And our kids' books, we still have a big uh, sale on them, big discounts. So if you know urchins, teenagers, they want to know a little bit about history, we've got a wide array of kids' books. Word of the day, do not be a poltroon when writing to us. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Right back with a final thought. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the final thought is a plug. Out on May 3rd is my latest killing book, Killing the Killers. As I explained to you, it's supposed to be out last November, but they couldn't print them because of COVID, because the print plants were decimated, and now it's coming out May 3rd. This book is selling well advanced. And I'm very pleased, best reporting I have ever done in my life. Killing the killers, the secret war against terrorists. So I will guarantee you that you will like this book and you will read it almost in one or two settings. You won't be able to put it down. That is a guarantee. I have never made that guarantee in any of my other books. 
Killing the Killers, order from BillOReilly.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, get it first. And that is the final thought of the day. We will have a new column on Sunday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.